centuries, mankind has been fascinated with realms outside of our conscious awareness. Through a series of interviews with practitioners, guest speakers, and experts, Liberate the podcast covers all that and more, from health and holistic healing to the supernatural. We aim to educate, motivate, inspire, and liberate your consciousness. Christina from Liberate Emporium and we're gonna this is our first podcast that we're doing and we're gonna interview a sequence of uh, a series of practitioners and um, educate you about products services anything to do with the spiritual realm so today we have Helen with us who is an Akashic record practitioner and teacher and trainer so Helen go ahead and introduce yourself a little bit hello everybody my name is Helen Vonderheide I am a certified Akashic Record practitioner and teacher. I teach individuals how to use the pathway prayer process to access the heart of the Akashic Records so they can take a deeper look into their soul's journey. All right. Sounds good. Now, for all the people that don't have no idea what the Akashic Records are, <laughs> you know, because, I mean, that's kind of a mouthful like what is the Akashic Records you know let's start from taking it a couple steps back I mean some of you might already know what it is or have an idea or perspective but let's get a little clarity on specifically what it is the Akashic Records are a vibrational record of a soul and their journey it is all past life present and future possibilities so it's the chronicles of you it's your book of life And when I access someone's Akashic Records, I'm communicating directly with their masters, teachers, and loved ones. Masters have known us since the inception of our soul. Teachers are lesson-specific, and loved ones are individuals who have passed away and souls that will also incarnate into our soul circle in this lifetime. Interesting. And, you know... So, so looking at that and having it as this book of life and this knowledge of life, I know like if you Google Akashic Records, sometimes like images or metaphors of it is it shows like these depictions of, of like a huge library, like the old like type of libraries with the ladders that like zoom across on the top, you know, and are hinged and there's all of these books and information and things like that. And I remember years ago I first got introduced to uh, the Akashic Records or just hearing the words of it and, you know, and kind of I went on that Google search and seen all these like libraries and books and stuff like that. And but, you know, kind of let us know how you started to stumble upon this and what, what was your calling and what did you know about it before you started to learn and and study it? My first experience of getting acquainted with the Akashic Records was someone else was doing my readings. I went to her for three readings. And the first reading, this woman knew nothing about me. But when she was in my records, she knew more about me than I knew about myself. And the second reading was really inspiring and set me back on my my path. And the third was so healing that I said, I want to be able to do this for other people. So she connected me to a teacher and I got certified, I got trained, I took a class, 
And going into it, I never really considered myself like an intuitive or psychic or even having a a mediumship ability. But when I learned how to use the tool, the prayer, the pathway prayer process, as soon as I was inside the records, all of those abilities were brought to the surface and enhanced tenfold. And I was able to communicate directly and I'm clairaudient. So whatever the masters, teachers, and loved ones say, I hear. Through the process of working with clients, I saw a desire from them to learn how to do this themselves. Or when in the records, the masters, teachers, and loved ones would say, well, I don't know why Christine is coming to you for a reading when she can do this herself. And I thought, well, we need a teacher here in Los Angeles. And I decided to become a certified teacher so that I could share this gift with, with others. Yeah, I, I love that. I, lo- I, I love the fact that, you know, you were called to it, that you had and you experienced a few readings and you said, this is so magical in a, in, a, in a way that the person can connect to you, know more about you than you know about yourself. So let's go into a little bit of, of explaining what is exactly a reading. What does a reading entail? Um, you know, what's that whole process like? You know, I mean, think about like a lot, some people never even had uh, a psychic reading before or a tarot reading, but this is the Akashic Records and, you know, they're all a little different. What someone can expect through an Akashic reading is wisdom and insight into areas of their life that maybe are patterns, limiting patterns, unbudgeable issues. It's about really getting to the root root of the, the problem and shedding light on it so that someone can have the clarity to continue moving forward. So when someone comes to me, I explain the process. I say, this is an Akashic reading. Your Akashic records are the chronicles of you. And when you're coming into this reading, I'm going to say a sacred prayer, insert your full name into the prayer. And once your records are open, I will announce the records are now open. And then I'm able to communicate with that person's masters, teachers, and loved ones. So I say it's a conversation between friends. I really want the client to ask questions. The more specific they are, the more specific the masters, teachers, and loved ones are. Someone's very vague, they're gonna be very vague. They're very honest. They, The masters, teachers, and loved ones have a lot of humor. Um, they, they make me feel good in readings. They talk to me, they, they call me Helen. They sometimes call me, um, Dear child, one, you know, they have, they have so many names for me, but then also, you know, are, are very endearing to the person that I'm doing the reading for. And once, once the records are open, I ask the client to ask a question. Um, it can be anything ranging from health, career, love, relationships. Um, now, can this be future, present, past, like... All of the above, yes. So some people ask about um, relationships. And what's really great is um, sometimes the master's teachers and loved ones will say, um, oh, in order to answer this question, we need to bring you back to a past life. And they'll show me what that past life is and why it's relating to whatever that person is going through in the present. If someone is dealing with something in the present, let's say, um, you know, attaining a goal or a dream of maybe wanting to pursue a career in art and they're just feeling like there's some sort of like block, you know, that they can't just 
um, break through and do what they want to do and make money, I can take a look and see what those energetic blocks are because everything is energy in the records. Everything is energy in our life. And if anything is standing in our way, it is energy that comes from thought, feeling. And when a person is aware of what that is, then they know what they need to do to release that and to continue moving forward and step more into their their chosen path. I like that. So people can ask anything, you know, when they get clarity, they can ask very specific questions and the more specific, the better, which is, is more ideal because I think that a lot of people when they go to get readings or they want information on life, you know, one of the things I hear about over and over again is when they go to bad readers or psychics or people that maybe aren't as authentic, you know, and true that the complaint that I hear is that, well, they were very broad and vague and that could have applied to anybody. It's kind of like sometimes when you read like the horoscope in the daily paper, it's like, well, that little paragraph is kind of written for they can apply to so many different signs, so many different people that, you know, of course everybody can find certain meaning in it. But the fact that you can be very specific and it's like you're opening up this book of somebody's life. It's like, here it is, here's this photo album or here's this manuscript and saying, okay, flip through the pages. What I really liked is that you can go even as far back into lives beyond this physical plane. You know, do you want to touch and talk a little bit more about that? Did you believe in past lives before this? Was this something that was in your realm or, you know? I did not know that past lives existed. I only believed through Buddhism that life never died. And the first time that I experienced a past life... um, experience was when I was doing a certification class called Healing Through the Akashic Records. And we, in that certification class, we present certain issues with um, authority, discipline, and things like that. And we're asking our master's teachers and loved ones to take us back to a time where we had an issue with discipline. We had an issue with authority. And my master's teachers and loved ones were taking me back to past life experiences. And so it was really interesting to see where the root of my issues started and that they did not actually start in this lifetime. So what's really great about past lives is they play a very big role in who we are in the present. So many times the dreams that we have and um, the goals that we, you know, we are pursuing are really connected to who we were in a lot of these past lives. It's almost like, it's like a continuum. Like, um, you know, your, your last lifetime is like a to be continued, you know, and then you come back and you're able to fulfill some of the things that maybe you have not fulfilled in your past life or do things a little bit differently, reconnect with certain people that you maybe had not had a fulfilling relationship with, but you knew that there was something really strong there. So past lives are are really integral into who we are in this lifetime. Yeah. I, I hearing in the, so I, I do hypnotherapy and you can do something called, you know, a past life regression. And I remember for, for a while I was like, ah, that's hooey wooey hogwash, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. And then, um, you know, when you would hear more and more accounts and start getting exposure and looking into like many lives, many masters or a journey of souls and destiny of souls, two books where the, um, 
the psychologist or the the psychiatrist or whatever he uh, didn't believe in uh, past lives and he started to you know do some work and hypnotic work on these subjects and they were saying and explaining the same realm and the same visual type things over and over again that he was like wait a second I have to look into this and so it kind of sounds like in a different way that you were brought back through through your master's teachers and loved ones in the Kashuk records to these places and you're like well where is this it's your past life and starting to open up to that belief system. Another beautiful thing about past lives is we have occupied many territories, many countries, lived in many places around the world. So in this lifetime, when you're feeling really drawn to a specific area, it's probably because you've had a past life in that country or that city. And when I was when I was born in this present life, I always had a desire to travel and see the world. And as I explored through my records, my past life experiences, I started to get a glimpse of many of the countries and places that I had lived and experienced um, many things, you know, love, despair, war, um, relationships with other people, um, um, just a lot, a lot of really deep-seated things. And sometimes in this this lifetime, I have a really um, strong gut feeling about certain issues, human rights and um, civil rights. And I've been able to see that those are connected to a lot of my past life experiences and why I'm so passionate about certain issues. Now, what would you say the number one thing that you gained from understanding and learning about the Akashic Records is? The number one thing that I gained from the Akashic Records is so simple, but it's so significant, and that is light. Because in a world where we're surrounded by so much darkness, so much negativity, dark thoughts, dark feelings, when I go into the Akashic Records, immediately I am overwhelmed by the light and unconditional love that I am entitled to when I am communicating and accessing within the records. And that alone has been so healing without even receiving information. And then I'm so sensitive to energy. And so then the next, I would say, significant thing that I've received through the records is actually energy healing. And energy healing in the records takes place on the spoken word. So as I had mentioned, I'm clairaudient and I can hear my master's teachers and loved ones, but when they can relay the root cause of an issue that I'm being faced with, just hearing what that is allows me to um, shift my light grid in the Akasha. So there is a couple words that I just introduced into this reading that I want to explain. The first is Akasha which is a Sanskrit word that means um, the first crystallization of a spirit, mm. that out of which all things are formed. And it's it's a very um, a very like exquisite finesse energy field that an ether anywhere in the universe can register an impression upon it. And a light grid is we all have a light grid that exists in the Akasha and it 
contains several points of of energy. So that would be, um, you know, mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. And when we're receiving information into the heart of our issues, when we're able to have more clarity of what that um, the root of that issue is, our light grid in the Akasha starts to shift. So that's what creates energy healing so that we can take that information and really integrate it into the third dimension of consciousness, which is what we perceive as reality. And when we're working in the Akashic records, that is the fifth dimension of consciousness. So we're able to take this divine wisdom and energy and pull it back to where we are like in this in this present physical space. That's amazing. So it's it's like so you're pretty much saying that you have these massive healings and transformations that happen as a result of being able to tap in and have knowledge, wisdom and guidance around certain things in your life. You change the energy circled around it and the light energy around it and then your physical life transforms. And have you seen that time and time again with some of the clients and the people that you see? I have seen so many transformations in my clients. In fact, it is overwhelming and sometimes very emotional to see how they have been able to make an uh, an effect or an impact in their life and how they're moving forward. I've seen people transform their relationship with money. I've seen people um, release and let go of relationships that are no longer serving them, freeing up energetic space to invite people in or, you know, individuals, things in, you know, of a higher vibration. Um, I have personally experienced tremendous breakthroughs in my life, specifically healing myself of some, um, extreme health conditions, uh, being able to pursue um, a, a bigger dream of mine, um, make, making a dream a reality, a uh, dream that I had so long ago and I never thought was possible. So it's, you know, there's so many stories. I, I wouldn't even know where to begin. But the biggest thing I would say is that every time someone sees me, not everyone, but a majority of people will tell me after they've seen me, that they have been able to release, you know, so much energy that has been weighing them down and they feel lighter. It's like, oh, I feel so much lighter. What a huge relief. I feel better now. I can do this now. And it's really about just an individual gaining the strength to continue moving forward in their human experience. Yeah, to continue to move forward, to let go, to release and to view things from a different perspective and sometimes that's all we need is that possibility or that 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 hope or that thread or that belief and you know i mean this is since the beginning of time i mean we'll look at talking to people letting things out you know if a lot of times if somebody has something that they need to say to another person in their life, a family member, a lover, whatever the case may be, it literally starts to eat them alive, you know? And they feel that pressure and that weight. And even there's an exercise of just writing a letter to somebody. You know, I'm sure most people have heard of that, right? Write a letter and the things that you say. And even in that expression, you start to release it. But this takes it to 
even a step further because you're seeing a different perspective. You're, you're allowing information to be communicated from a higher realm, from a higher light, and that person can grab a hold of that and transform that energy around it and feel that space and move forward freely. I mean, it's a, it's really a remarkable thing. It's such a tremendous gift that you're able to do that and communicate that with people. And that's a beautiful thing about being a practitioner is I am able to share this gift with other individuals. But when I decided to become a teacher, I really wanted to show people that they can do this too, that they have this ability and that all of their their wisdom and their power resides within them. So it's been an equally beautiful gift to be able to share someone with the gift that they already have. Whether or not they decide to continue to do it for themselves or do it for others is entirely up to them, but just showing them the way has has also been equally as rewarding. So anybody can do this? So yes, my teacher says, this is the easiest thing we can do. We have to have an open heart and an open mind. And of course, then learning this new tool. But I will say that going into this training, I always ask my students to lower their expectations. In fact, to come in with almost zero expectations because no two people receive the records the same way. And there's a variety of ways that someone can receive it. So I think a lot of people see how I, as a practitioner, am able to receive and relay the information. And I don't know if they have an expectation to receive the same way I do or, you know, it being this very grandiose thing. But when I'm asking them to just let go of their expectations, then they're able to open themselves up to the way that they will receive the records. So it's been a beautiful experience to have people coming in and saying, you know, that they have, you know, no and feel like they have no intuition, no intuitive abilities, nothing like that. But having them come in, teaching them and then seeing them really open up to this this gift. But yes, we all do have the ability. It's like teaching. It seems like it's teaching people to reconnect with their self, you know, and there is such a disconnect nowadays. I, I you know, with people, technology, information, different things, so everybody in their mind instead of in their heart. And this even takes it to the next level of allowing them to connect to different energy realms, you know. And in that space of healing, transformation, and oneness and clarity, and the amount of impact that people can have from learning about the Akashic Records, going and getting an, an Akashic Record reading, or even studying to become an Akashic Record practitioner themselves, so that they it's not about necessarily having to access it for other people, it's even just accessing it for yourself so that you can allow for that clear communication with, the, with your higher self, or with your master's teachers, loved ones, and that energy. I know that I'm uh, taking the class with Helen and, you know, one of the things when we open that the Akashic Records, I just feel like this tremendous amount of energy and light, like the whole vibration shifts. And I, I mean, I'm an energy healer and that, but this is like in a moment, in a snap of a finger, you just feel like this wave, almost like you're sitting underneath like... Uh, a waterfall or something and it becomes this euphoric piece and I, I don't know if everybody can be as sensitive to feel that energy as me but it's like I don't even need to figure out information or ask questions I just want to sit in it and feel that higher vibration <laughs> well thank you for bringing that up Christina because 
one of the things that I have been experiencing as a teacher is a lot of the times um, as I'm teaching a class, the master's teachers and loved ones will say, <clears throat> this particular individual, this student, just needs to open up their records and sit in the light because what they're doing is they're acclimating to this higher vibration, this higher frequency, and it's not something that us human beings are, you know, completely um, adjusted to or um, I guess even acclimated to. We're not acclimated to handle this energy. And so opening up our records and just allowing that light and that energy to fill us up is probably what we need in that moment. And then once we're really filled up with all of that energy, then we really can start working in the records. Every student is so different. It really depends on the individual, but I have seen them really talk about this person just needs to sit and bathe in the light. And I actually have an experience where one student for a couple weeks after the training was literally just opening up her records and sitting in the light. And she had a really hard time reading for herself, but she could read so well for others. And I did an, I did an exchange reading with her. And what had come out of that reading was Again, for her to continue to just like purge a lot in her records, open them up. If she was emotional, whatever, let it go, release, you know, don't worry about the information. It's the energy that's important. Mm. And then they had said when she did a reading for me and the reading that she gave me was incredible. Um, but they said, you know, reading for others, you got this down. You know, now we really need to work on you and we really need to let you allow yourself to release everything that's standing in the way of you receiving the records. So I really encourage a student to practice on others because I have found that that is what allows someone to clear themselves of maybe them being blocked of receiving the records. But again, everyone is so different. So it really depends on the person. If someone is having a hard time receiving, then maybe it's easier for them to read for someone else and then they can start working in their own. Okay. And when you say reading and, and you know, you've mentioned that you're clear audience, you hear things, are there different ways that people receive the information? Yes, there are quite a few different ways that someone can receive the Akashic records. 85% of people, it's a sense of knowing where the information is pushing in and you're pushing out. So it's very similar to intuition, but your intuition is a stream of water that is connected to a bigger body of energy, which is the Akashic record. So it, it is connected. That's 85%. 10% of people receive the records visually, seeing images, seeing words, seeing what I like to call movie strips, um, and then 5% are, are audio, um, and that would that's me, Claire Audient. And over time, as I have worked in the records, I have been able to receive the records all three ways now. And I believe that also to be true for others. I think the more you're practicing, the more you are allowing yourself to tap into these other ways of being able to receive. Okay. And let's look at a little bit of uh, um, maybe do you, can you share a little bit of the story of who created this pathway prayer process, uh, your teacher, and a little bit about about her and how she might have discovered this and... Yes, I would love to talk more about my teacher. 
The founder of the Pathway Prayer Process to Access the Heart of the Akashic Records is by Dr. Linda Howe. She is the first person to have a doctorate in Akashic Studies, the first and only at this time. Linda wrote a book called How to Read the Akashic Records, and in that book, she teaches someone how to access and read the records for themselves. And she also has trained many, many teachers, and another one by the name of Christina Cross, who actually taught me and certified me as a beginner practitioner. Linda taught me and certified me as an advanced and as a teacher training, as well as many others. Um, but Linda came up with this. Um, okay. Linda was using a prayer prior to this pathway prayer process to access the heart of the Akashic Records. She was using a prayer called the pathway prayer process. The way that I have been told that prayer access the records was you kind of were going through a little bit of like a journey to get into the heart. Like it took a while to get into the heart of the records. On September 11th, um, known as the, the shift, um, Linda received this prayer through her records to get right into the heart. The Akashic Records became available to humanity in the 21st century because there was such an outcry from us to know our own soul. So Linda received this prayer and she started practicing with it. She shared it with some of her teachers and it was really effective. And then began, began her whole journey of writing books, teaching teachers, and starting to share this with the entire world. So we have certified teachers and practitioners all over the globe. It's amazing. And so, but the Akashic Records, you know, that, that energy vibration and that knowledge has been around since the beginning of the time for select individuals, but then it became more apparent and more accessible as, as we've progressed. Yes, the, the Akashic Records have always been available to us through, through many different um, mediums, through many different tools. Individuals who work in astrology are tapping into the records. Individuals who are tapping into the fourth dimension of consciousness are tapping into the records. But the tool, the, the pathway prayer process to access the heart of the Akashic Records um, became the quickest and easiest way to get right into the heart. It was like you don't need you don't need to do anything fancy. You don't need to really meditate. You don't need to prepare. You say the prayer. Each line in the prayer has a really high vibration to access this energy. And as soon as the records are open, you announce and you're in. It's like it's instantaneous. In fact, they sometimes already know the question you're going to ask before you can even finish asking it. When I'm doing a reading for another person, they hear what that person says, and they're already sending me information and answers. So it's it's like a direct flight going from Los Angeles to New York instead of taking and going and doing the layovers and then the train and the cab and the car and whatever the case may be. And yes, you might get there, and people have gotten there many times in the past, but it might take them three times as long, or they might go around all these detours instead of this direct path amazing anything else to finish on um any further knowledge or insight to give people in regards to the akashic records 
Yeah, I thank you for asking. Um, I just want to share one final thing, and that is is um, giving a little bit of credit to the masters, teachers, and loved ones. Um, I just wanted to explain a little bit more about who they are. Um, so the masters were created to oversee who we become in the human experience. They are a body of energy. They have never been incarnated into a human being. Teachers, being lesson specific, may or may not have been incarnated into a human being. Teachers are individuals like Jesus, like um, you know, Mohammed, prophets, things like that, um, Siddhartha, Buddha. Um, it also could be your fifth grade teacher. It could be your ballet teacher, art teacher. Um, when the, the teachers are speaking, they are with you, with a human being, until that individual masters the lesson that they are meant to master at that time. So for example, a lesson that someone could be um, experiencing is unconditional self-love. They may have been blinded by you know, giving their love to other people and never really being aware of, you know, receiving that in, in, um, in exchange or, you know, giving, giving their own unconditional love to someone else and not having enough for themselves. And so the teachers will be with you until you master unconditional self-love. And once you've mastered it, they go away and the masters assign someone new. So the human experience is a series of lessons that we have asked to experience before we were incarnated into this present life. Loved ones are, for example, my grandmother um, my, on my mom's side, she died before I was born. And as soon as I started working in my records, she was the most vocal of all of my loved ones. And I said, well, I never met you. Why are you, why are you bugging me? <laughs> and she said, I have been with you since the beginning, and I am here to support you in embracing your gift and accomplishing all of the things that you want to accomplish. And she has even hinted at incarnating um, into a human being again in this lifetime while I am alive whether my sisters have children, whether I have children, whoever. So that's the really beautiful thing about the loved ones is you don't necessarily have to have a personal relationship with that person. Um, but if you do have a personal relationship with that person, sometimes that can be really reassuring. But they are always they are always here to support us, and I usually always feel the most overwhelming love, usually coming from the loved ones. And... That's really all I wanted to share. I just really want to give credit to them. I couldn't do this work without them. Um, now, aren't there another um, beings that are called the Lords of the Records? Yes. So the Lords of the Records were created to protect the integrity and the corruptibility of the records. They are in the sixth dimension of consciousness. They do not communicate with us. They give the information that a person is seeking to the masters, and the masters distribute it amongst the teachers and the loved ones, and then they share it with the reader. So, for example, myself. The, the masters, teachers, and loved ones do not intervene in the third dimension of consciousness. 
if an individual is starting to experience a lot of spiritual guidance, communication, it is always coming from the fourth dimension of consciousness. They they just don't intervene. That's why we have a prayer to open and a prayer to close. And so Helen is Helen works over at Liberate Emporium, but she also has her her own site to just be true to you. Uh, so if we, you want to give kind of where people can find more information uh, for you, uh, the websites, different information like that. So my my website is just be true to you.com, but it is uh, www.justjustbee. T R U E, the number two, Y O U dot com. And B is significant because that's my nickname. And I want people to be true, be true to you, be true to themselves. And of course, you can also be found on liberateemporium.com. That's just liberateemporium.com. All right. Thank you for listening and see you next week. Thank you.